Blog Talk Radio. Live from the Dean's Den, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane with Wrestling News, Wrestling Views, and Wrestling Reviews. Sit back, pop a cold one, and get ready for Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den. I am your host, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And yes, for those of you who were listening Thursday night to Wrestling Authority Radio on uh, Blog Talk here, uh, you got an earful on the actual behind-the-scenes stories as to what was going on with that grounded plane at... uh, last week's um, crown jewel. Now, that doesn't tell everything because, of course, there is the quote-unquote official version. Now, um, Monday night after um, every after everything had happened prior to the weekend, um, before uh, they let the fans in for Monday Night Raw, Vince held a uh, talent meeting, and he and Triple H addressed the roster. And according to reports coming out of that meeting, Vince said it was the worst travel story he had seen in his 49 years of being involved in pro wrestling. Um, Now, it says the first problem was with the tug. I don't know what the tug is. have to maybe find that out somewhere. Then, supposedly, there was an issue with the manifest due to the weight of the plane. And wrestlers say that this was not explained to them properly. And then more fuel was needed after the weight issue. And then after the tanks were completely full, a sensor was set off, saying a piece of equipment transferring fuel from one engine to another wasn't working. And then, supposedly, a piece had to be flown in from Germany to address the fuel issue. Then the issue of finding hotel rooms for 200 people. Um, AJ Styles spoke up uh, about what a disaster the situation was to live through. And uh, supposedly Seth Rollins also um, made some comments. I guess uh, apparently the uh, type of supposedly buck up everybody type speech and according to reports that wasn't exactly the uh, greatest speech in the history of speeches. Now um, more on this um, the meeting uh, according to Wrestling Observer uh, the meeting was about to wrap up when Paul Levesque called out Carl Anderson for making a remark on Twitter about who was going to be the locker room leader on Monday. And um, Anderson 
wasn't uh, really saying much of anything when that uh, when that came down. So, um, and he had also posted on Twitter um, that they couldn't pay me enough to go back. Well, that's not true. I need a second pool. So, and apparently um, his wife posted up second house, not a pool. But don't ever go back there again. We don't need our daddy, poppy, mother lover, Abs Anderson, best tag team, et cetera, being held hostage while we're at home worried to death. And the tweet that uh, Triple H was referring to was one where Anderson said, looking forward to seeing who the locker room leader is on Monday. And then it has a uh, popcorn emoji and a heart emoji. So, hmm. Very, very interesting on uh, on that one. Um, so, um, on uh, the AEW front, um, for those of you who are watching uh, Dynamite, you'll uh, you, you you notice that you do see the um, listings of the records of the wrestlers involved. Now, they said back at the beginning that. Wins and losses, yes, I know, wins and losses in a in a work sport. But they're using it to gauge and make the popularity of certain of, of certain performers. So um AEW today um released the rankings for their top five. Um, the women's and tag division rankings are expected to be released soon Um, but the uh, top five men right now are number one Cody Rhodes of course number two Pac number three Hangman Adam Page number four Kenny Omega and number five John Moxley so those are the guys who have the uh best one loss record currently in AEW um and uh and speaking of Kenny Omega now um last weekend uh Kenny was on was on a uh, trip uh, back to Japan he was uh scheduled to um wrestle at a uh at an event called Ultimate Party twenty nineteen. Well um according to uh Dave Meltzer um he was uh stopped from going into the country at first and according to Meltzer this is the third time that uh this has happened to him since he left New Japan uh, back in uh, January after Wrestle Kingdom. Um, And apparently, according to these reports, um, there is an attempt to have Omega banned 
from entering Japan for 10 years. Now, of course, the situation um, got resolved. He was able to get in, and he teamed up with uh, the AEW Women's Champion Rio, and they defeated um, the team of uh, Antonio Honda and Miyu Yamashita, or Yamashita, I should say. Um, and then uh, in uh, on Twitter, Omega um, posted, somehow I've made it, see you all soon. Now, um, of course, the um, relationship between the companies has been rocky ever since, of course, the um, main guys, the uh, Jacksons, Omega, and to a lesser extent, Cody. Cody was there, but he was not spending as much time over there uh, as he as he had been in uh, the previous years. But um, they, but uh, those were the, of course, the uh, founding members of AEW, as well as being the big part of uh, the Bullet Club. So. Um, New Japan is very upset about that, um, was not going to enter a working agreement with um, AEW. And now, according to uh, Nick Jackson, thanks to to this, because they obviously believe that uh, New Japan is uh, behind this move, Nick is saying it has a, quote, zero chance of happening. So uh big so big uh situation right there. Um and uh Impact Wrestling made a uh made a big announcement uh today. They uh issued a press release that um Tessa Blanchard will be squaring off against Sammy Callahan for the Impact World Championship at Hard to Kill on uh, Sunday night, January 12th. Now, um, for those who uh, saw the uh, title change hands the uh, week prior um, with uh, Callahan and Brian Cage, you notice that uh, after, after the match was over, Tessa came in and was indicating that uh, she wanted a shot at the belt and um, Callahan rebuffed her. Well, now it seems like, uh, of course, that was part of the storyline because they, because they wanted the fans to get behind the idea of, um, Sammy Callahan facing Tessa Blanchard again this time for the title and so in so you know in this in this case um, they're finally going ahead and 
making this and making this happen. Now, um, the event will be held uh, at a place called the Bomb Factory in Dallas, Texas. Now, um, let's. I'll tell you what. Uh, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to take a minute, and we're going to kind of uh, get a little bit of a uh, background on on this place because it's wondering what would cause a company to um, or a building to be called the bomb factory, how big it is and so on and so forth. So I've, uh, I've just located it. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, Bing to uh, post it up for me here and we'll get uh, the lowdown on the bomb factory and yes i'm i'm using i'm using air quotes here so um okay so it is a uh um a music venue and it's uh 50,000 square feet Now, um, now ticket, now tickets. Uh, now the tickets for for uh, um, Hard to Kill have not uh, gone out yet. They will be um, coming out uh, officially on November fifteenth, uh, and then uh, general admission tickets will go on sale November eighteenth. So. All right, so here we go. Got uh, it's in the heart of historic Deep Ellum, and uh, in Dallas, Texas, is what it says. Now let's uh, let's see if we can get a little bit of uh, information about the about the venue itself and see. I mean, it says 50,000 square feet, but let's see if I can find this out. It's, uh, for those of you who want to look at it yourselves, it's uh, thebombfactory.com. And the first thing it says, with its multi-million dollar renovation, the new and improved bomb factory can accommodate up to 4,300 fans. The Bomb Factory consists of a mezzanine, VIP suites, and premium reserved seating options. Uh, the Bomb Factory can be configured to meet various capacities, comfortably hosting shows as intimate as 1,000 people. Um, so, don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna set this uh, up. Whether they'll whether they'll set it up. Um, for the um, just 1,000, or whether they're going for the full uh, 4,300. Of course, obviously, um, when you're doing wrestling, you're you got a you got a ring. Um, don't know whether they'll use the 16 or the 18 foot ring. Um, I think a lot of times uh, Impact uses a 16 foot. So um, what? Okay, so the history of this building. Um, 
in the early 1900s, so this is a very old building, over a century old, um, the building was used to manufacture Ford automobiles. During World War II, the building was used to manufacture bombs and ammunitions for armed forces, hence the name Bomb Factory. In the mid-1990s, the building was converted to a music event venue and hosted bands such as Fish, Radiohead, Dave Matthews Band, Sonic Youth, Ramones, and Excess, Nine Inch Nails, and Fugazi at their peak. Um, utilizing the existing foundation and walls, the complete uh, multi-million dollar redesign has made Bomb Factory Dallas's premier live music venues. And the best thing, um, as uh, I found out uh, today on uh, Twitter, because um, people were handing um, off uh, heat on uh, Ticketmaster for uh, issues with Harry Styles tickets, Um, fans will definitely be happy about the fact that, uh, in this case, tickets for uh, the Bomb Factory are run through Ticketfly, not Ticketmaster. So... That's uh, that's the situation with uh, with that. So there you go. Got the uh, um, big news. Big news there from that one. Um, now, uh, for those who are not aware, uh, not only was SmackDown uh, pre-taped uh, this evening, but Raw Monday's Raw has already also been taped. So the um, crew probably was already on their way home, if not home already. And at least in this case, they don't have to worry about um, issues with uh, certain governments and that. So, and... uh, We'll just leave it at that. Um, if you want to find out anything more, um, look up uh, the archive of uh, Wrestling Authority Radio from um, Thursday, November seventh, and you'll and you'll get that uh, situation. Now, um, the uh, latest signing um, for AEW has occurred, and it is uh, another uh, top-notch uh, female. Um, according to uh, Bodyslam.net, Big Swole has signed a contract. Um, she impressed uh, AEW officials so much with her match on this week's AEW Dark that they offered her a deal when she got to the back. Now, Swole is currently the Phoenix of Rise champion, and also currently is uh, one half of the Shine Tag Team Champions uh, with uh, Asia Pereira, and they call themselves Triple I, A-Y-E. And uh, for those who don't know, that's uh, that's that's Celtic. <laughs> so just a uh, just a little bit of uh, background there. Um, now, if you're if you're wondering the uh, um, Sasha Banks theme was redone, um, 
and it was and it was um arranged and recorded by her uh cousin um the um it's uh, of course guys lemon with uh which was uh written by uh, CFOS but the vocals are from her cousin Snoop Dogg and then um the uh and this is the uh vocals from her WrestleMania 32 entrance the one that was held at uh AT&T Stadium in ironically enough Dallas <laughs> so um so there you go from that um now um I'm sure if, I'm sure for those of you who watched um AEW on Wednesday night uh you definitely uh caught on that uh promo that uh Cody cut which was absolutely phenomenal and is uh getting a lot of rave reviews from a lot of top-notch uh pros including such luminaries as Wayne the Rock Johnson um well, there was a another top-notch uh, promo. This one was uh, pre-recorded, and it was the um, promo that uh, was made by Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, in um, in setup for her match with um, Stardom Champion B. Priestley which will also happen this coming Saturday night. And it was, I, and I, and I listened to it myself. So I know whereof I speak. It was a top notch promo in and of itself. And such notables as a uh, hall of famer, Medusa Michelli, AKA Alundra blaze for WWE fans. Uh, went on Twitter and definitely um, praised her for that. Uh, a lot of people saying had Cody not uh, cut the promo that he cut, uh, that would have been the promo of the night. So um, just uh, you know, just just think because this is and I've and I've talked about this many times here on the air what's happening with AEW as opposed to WWE is you're getting wrestlers cutting promos taking their own ideas and creating some of the most memorable moments on the mic that um, wrestling has had in years as opposed to a sports entertainer reading from a script. So um I will I will leave that uh right there. Um then uh Savio Vega made a uh, couple of uh pronouncements here on a uh episode of uh, Hannibal TV that uh, came out in the uh, last couple of days. Um, Now, um, 
So now the first uh, story that uh, he that he broke on this interview is that um, apparently, according to according to Savio, um, then that uh, Primo and Epico are gone from WWE. Now that's not been officially announced, but it's uh, it's. It's, uh, there, if you notice, um, the last time that uh, Primo and Epico were seen in WWE was a dark match in February of 2019. So, um, so that's so that's the first thing that came out of uh, his appearance. Um, so then uh, um, the other rumor that uh, Vegas put out is that um, WWE was interested in bringing back Garlito, their former Intercontinental Champion. Um, and the situation according to um what Vegas saying is that uh um Carlito once again turned WWE down. Um now uh according to according to everything that's being recorded and written, Carlito works uh, globally for a number of promotions uh including WWC promotion in uh, in Puerto Rico, um, and according to Savio, he says I added. I talked to him last week uh, when I was with him. I said, "Brother, go there and get a contract and get whatever money with higher every year, because you're not going to get that kind of money on the street." Well. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Um, so um, that's uh, so that's the uh, situation right there, um, according to uh, according to Savio Vega. So um, with uh, with that. Um, there will be for those of you who uh want to uh watch some lucha libre um AAA will be carried live on Twitch uh tomorrow tomorrow Saturday night um the uh t- the ninth um and for and for um and for those who uh can't speak Spanish AAA does have an English channel on Twitch. It's um, twitch.tv backslash uh, Lucha Libre AAA 3A's um, EN for English. So um, you can just go ahead and make sure that you get that if you're not able to 
go ahead and so all right well i think that uh kind of kind of wraps it up here for uh this week um don't forget uh for uh all you fans on blog talk we are live every friday right after smackdown at uh 10 p.m eastern and uh if you want to uh catch the catch the replay um this podcast um within within the hour is immediately uploaded to anchor.fm and then goes from there to spotify itunes spreaker um there's even a uh audio version that goes up on YouTube as well. So um, thank you for uh, listening, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Thank you for listening to Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den comes to you every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio on Evolution Radio Network. Replays can be found on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.